0: Podcast.
1: Hello, welcome. <clears throat> this is the podcast called Unlocked and Unleashed. And I have some special guests here on today. Uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Starting here.
2: Hello, Coven Riggins. Uh, Youth pastor here at Reach Out. And this is? Elizabeth Ross,
0: uh, a member here at Reach Out. All right.
1: I'm so glad that both of y'all could join me in uh, the discussion. This discussion is kind of brought to you today by my spirit. And uh, it's been in my heart uh, these last two nights where it's almost interrupted my sleep, but not almost, it has interrupted my sleep patterns. And the thing that we want to talk to you all today about, or I want to talk to you guys about, is about this simple question, and that is, what is weakening our families? What is weakening our families? And uh, I want... Uh, I want to give some t- some statistics out before we start. I'm going to let Dr. Riggins actually give some statistics out before we start about uh, uh, fatherhood, uh,
2: before we start on today. All right, so just a, a few small ones that I'll give out. I mean, they're not small, but we'll get into some more of these, I guess, later on in the discussion. But, uh, father Absence Crisis in America. <clears throat> this is from uh, fatherhood.org the Fatherhood Initiative, it says uh, children who grow up without a father are four times greater risk of poverty, seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teen, more likely to have behavioral problems, more likely uh, to face abuse and neglect, two times greater risk of infant mortality, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, more likely to go to prison, two times more likely to suffer obesity, and more likely to commit crimes, and two times more likely to drop out of high school. So
1: I want y'all to really think about this, about this subject, about what is weakening in our families. Uh, One thing that's been really on my heart and something I'm really getting, that's been burning me, is just seeing uh, how it's becoming so common, especially in the African-American community, it's become so common to see mothers raising kids by themselves mothers raising kids by themselves. And one thing that uh, we see, it's almost like it's almost it's normal. It's like it's not even taboo, it's not even... And so uh, uh, we see it uh, often where, you know, uh, it's been said to me, I'll be out, I was at Charleston's one day, and uh, uh, I live in an area where it's predominantly uh, Caucasians, white people. Uh, and we. I'm eating with just me and my daughter. We was out to eat. And a, a, a white brother walks up to me he says hey man you are such a good father you're such a good father and i'm thinking hey, i ain't never met you you don't know me <laughs> but he's like "Man, you're such a good father and i'm buckling in uh my baby in a car seat and he's just like really encouraging me and just happy that i'm it seems like i'm taking care of my kid you know i could have just been out with him this one day he <laughs> had the whole year but he but because i'm thinking in his mind what he's seeing is abnormal yeah. a man taking care of, a black man in particular, taking care of a kid by,
2: by himself. I've had some similar responses. Really? Yeah. Tell me about it. When I go, sometimes I'm at Home Depot. Well, often I'm at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. I take my girls. And I, I mean, now they know me because I'm in there so much. But uh, probably like first or second time it was kind of like, a, like, wow, like you're a good father. Thank you. Well, I don't know you. You don't know anything <laughs> about me. Thank you. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, yeah, and we've even seen it here at the church. Matthew said last Sunday about how he's somewhere. i think a YMCA, and a, another young brother's looking at him because he got all his kids with him, and he's with his kids and just like admiring him. Like, oh my gosh, you taking care of your kids? Like, why has this become such a? And uh, Matthew's a, another black brother. Why has this become such a,
0: a odd thing in our community? Um. I would say because they don't see it very often and so when they do see it it's kind of like a shock or a surprise because it's not normal which is really sad but it's not normal anymore so
1: let me let me ask you, let me ask y'all this do you feel like men have not been made to believe that their role is important because we've seen mama do it so much especially if i can just speak as a from my perspective as a black man you seen mama do it so much you've seen grandma do it for so long and it's just fine they've been doing it fine without me have we have
2: minimized the importance of that role? do men really understand the do, do you believe I mean I don't think so because you're talking about households where you're raised without a father so now those boys become men that were in households without a father and the cycle just continues um, but, but, but on the flip side wouldn't that put something in you to say but I don't
1: want to have a house because I not see not I have
2: but not everybody because I've talked to people who grew up in the neighborhood that I grew up in, and they've said things like, this is all I know. And so I've done done things this way, or I sold drugs, or I robbed people. or I've done things this way because this is all I know. Whereas I saw the same things, grew up in the same area, but I had a different motivation. Different things motivate people differently. And I think it's usually, the outliers that actually get ahead in those instances or somebody, or they see something else. And I saw other things going to church as a kid. I had friends who had their fathers and I got to spend a lot of time with them. So I seen something that a lot of my other friends didn't get to see. And, and I also <clears throat> think
0: um, it's because they don't know how. Um, so it kind of maybe scares them or they rather just stick with the know how. They don't really know how to be fathers. They don't really know what a man is supposed to do or how a man is supposed to act. So therefore they'd rather just shy away from it mm. instead of kind of trying to face it. And so then it's kind of, the, this subject is kind of crazy because it's like, if they don't know how you kind of don't want them to be by your kids but then you kind of mm. want them to be there cause they should be there cause there's a dad. But then it's like, do you want them to, your kids to have that example of what that man is. Okay. So you feel like it's a catch-22 because it's kind of like,
1: a, like you wouldn't want me working on your car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you want your car fixed, but you don't want me to be the person working on your car because I may actually end up doing more damage to it than good. Yeah. And so you're saying, yeah, you want that because he's the father, but at the same time, you don't want them to be actually doing more damage than good because they don't know what they're doing. Right. But, but see, my thing is, how do you ever learn how to be something if you're not, never given the opportunity or put in a position to do it? Like, isn't that a problem? Like every time you go apply for a job, they want five years experience. <laughs> but how do you get five years experience without
2: somebody giving you a, a shot at it, right? right? You invest your time for free. And that's how you get experience. And so as uh, a, a man, you're a father already, you've had children. How do you, I mean, you have to just continuously try to be there and present yourself in a way that you're learning. And I think a lot of times we'll do that with our parents. Like we'll present it to them like, "Mom, I don't know how to do this. But like, you know, mm-hmm. most times it is mama. It's right. growing up without a father. And so, but to the person we had the child with, I can't present myself that way. Oh. Yeah. And so it's a pride issue, I think in some situations.
1: So you think it's hard sometimes for men to just be honest with they, with the person they have the kid with and I think just say... Vice
2: versa. I think it's both ways. The, the man says, I, he might say, you know what, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you have women that will be like, yeah, I know you don't, know, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> you know? Which is dangerous, right? It for is. For the woman to start dangerous. taking that role on and,
0: and you know what? Okay, I'm glad we're talking about this because I'm like kind of in this situation right now. With my kid's father. Finally, he's told me, I've always been the one that you're no good, you're not trying to help or anything like that or whatever. He finally said that he doesn't know how. He wants to, but he doesn't know how. And so now I'm kind of like, uh, well, what am I supposed to do? Because I mean, I don't want you, I want you to, but I don't want you to. So I'm like, am I supposed to, like, how are you supposed to help somebody? I mean, I'm glad that he admitted that, but. How can you help them if they say they don't know how
2: and you don't really know what to you know I think, what I mean? I think one of the the big things that we, especially in our community, we don't value mentorship mm. in our life. Man. And so That's real. What you could do is suggest that he get around and, or not even necessarily suggest, but continually bring him around other men who have kids who are good fathers and then he will get more advice. See, see, and this is when the church becomes essential. Vitally important.
1: That's when the church becomes vitally important and essential is because now you're connected around a brotherhood. You know what I mean? That's why even on uh, uh, this Monday, shout out to Reach Out Ministries, we invite all of me in out on tomorrow, which is January the no, February. Not, not tomorrow. This Tomorrow Friday. Saturday. Man, this feel like a Sunday <laughs> to me. What is, whatever that day is, is coming up this one? February the fourth. All the all the men come out hunting 14th and Weston. But uh, uh, and we discuss a lot of different issues. We're relating to family and how to be a better husband, father, and all that good stuff. But I think that's when it becomes very, very important. Is because a lot of men we isolate ourselves because we're so big and strong, mm-hmm. and so because of that we never lean in. Uh, I think women are be- way better at that mm-hmm. than men is that making sure that they, you always got a girl, let me tell you what happened today. A lot of times, brothers, we don't have nobody that we can say, hey man, this is what happened, this was going on. Like the other day, the Coven gave me a great idea that I don't do right now with my kids. Is that uh, right now the church, we on a nine day fast. And of course, we're not trying to make our kids go on the same kind of fast that we going on. <laughs> and so the was like, you know what I've been doing with my kids? And me and him was just riding in the car the other day. It wasn't even like a special meeting. We was actually going to go handle something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, uh, I made them uh, not eat candy ice cream and cupcakes cookies and stuff like that so I'm still teaching them about fasting and I'm like you know what and, and you also teaching them about how to deny yourself which is a very very important aspect of life has been able to deny yourself so you can y'all y'all look up the marshmallow test but that's really important but uh but yeah like that's really really important and so I learned that from him and I told my wife we gonna do that with our kids you see what I mean but if I wasn't already in fellowship yeah. Like we go to, we attend the same church you know if I were already in fellowship with him I would never even pick that up a lot of times men we' too in, too much in isolation and because of that we're not around other men and we not, can help us even that
2: we just in isolation we'll get around other brothers to talk things that are trivial that aren't really of much value to your actual life and the things that's going on with you yeah so let's let's address this thing because you kind of brought it up what what do you do?
1: Uh, in that situation, what does a woman do in that situation where the man is honest, like, hey, listen here, you had a mother in your household that was teaching you how to be a mother, you saw it, but I didn't have no man in the household. What does, like, what do you, do? that was great mentorship, mm-hmm. but I think, like, what is a, what what is a man supposed to
2: do? I mean, for us, of course, we go straight to the word and what God calls us to do and how to be a father. Um, we're called to protect and provide for our family. We're called to, you know, not anger our children, but teach them up in the way that they should go. I I believe the Bible is a great manual on how to rear children and and what to pour into them. Um, And so we don't have to reinvent nothing or do nothing new. Pick up the Bible and read it. Follow what it says. I mean, there's plenty of devotionals out there that deal with fatherhood. There's plenty of things, courses and things that you can take Online and learn what it what it takes to be a father, but we have to. Again, you know, that pride is something that I gonna read no book telling me how to raise my kids. These are my kids. Yeah,
1: and so somebody out there listening today, they may say, "Man, I hear you, Dr. Regans, getting that word." I understand that, but right now I don't even know nothing about scripture, and I'm really trying to seek answers as to what it really means to be a man, and I don't even understand the role of a man or the role of a woman. Uh, from God's perspective, so what what would be some of the things that you believe, uh, uh, Elizabeth? What do you believe is some of, what do you believe is a man's
0: role? Um, well, to provide, protect, um, to teach. Provide what? Um, like whatever you know the child might need protection. Uh, the same the man's role is the same thing as the mother's role. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Except the mother is a little more nurturing and the father is a little more stern. And so I feel like the father's role is kind of like the, you better be doing the right thing and no, the mother is gonna kind of listen that the dad is kind of like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing, get on track, do it. But they're supposed to provide and they're supposed to be um, protect and they're there to help the mother. Hmm. Interesting. Okay,
1: so the man and the woman, you feel like they have the same role.
0: To a certain extent, they do.
1: Okay. When it comes to raising children. Yes. Okay. To so what extent do they have the same role? Like that's the part
0: I'm trying to get at. Well, the mom has to protect also. The mom has to provide also. The mom has to be there also, and so does the father. So they kind of have the same the same duties. It's just that the mother ends up having all the duties.
1: Oh, you saying this when you say the mother has all the duties? In what situation are you talking? about?
0: When the father's not there. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily believe that they got the same role. I, I guess that's what the part that I was kind of, you know, because I believe the man is he's supposed to be the covering. I don't believe the woman is the covering, and because the scriptures is kind of not kind of it is clear on that that the man he is the covering, right? And so, like, I believe that uh, there are certain hits that a man is supposed to take that the woman should never feel mm-hmm. because that's what a covering does, right? And so there are certain that's, stress. That's true. Yeah, so, like, there are certain, like, when I hear a man say, man, I just feel overwhelmed, I'm stressed out, and, and all this and that, well, that might be because you're actually being what you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. As a man, you know what I mean? If you're walking around here and you just happy-go-lucky and then your woman's over here stressed out, <laughs> the roles might be switched you might need to put on the pants, right and so a, a lot of times like uh, I think we do believe that oh we got the same role we got the but the truth of the matter is if I'm stronger than you and, and, and that's what men claim to be I'm strong that means I'm supposed to be able to take more and I'm the cover and I'm the first line of defense so everything gets me
0: first well yeah that's why I say they're the protectors they're supposed to protect everything about that family
2: okay you know We have the same goal, not the same role. I like that. And so I do agree that women are to nurture the children and the woman is to teach the children. So is the the father supposed to be teaching uh, the wife and and, and the children. But primarily the woman is going to uh, do a lot of the rearing. Um, Of course, the father is there for discipline protection and and providing Mm -hmm. in, in, in every way. But uh, yeah, I think they the goals can look similar. I mean, the roles can look a little similar, but it's the goal that's the same—to get the children to be productive citizens of society and uh, lovers of God. I believe in every household.
1: And and, and the scripture that will be up on the screen probably is the scripture that deals with uh, the head of every man. The head of every woman is the man. You know what I mean, and then Christ the head And then the head of, of the man is supposed to be Christ. You know what I mean. And so, when you think about a head, I want y'all to think about something. And and we think about a head, and we think about a covering. What are some of the first things that really hit your mind when you think about a head and we think about a covering?
0: When you think about a head.
2: Well, when, you, when you think covering. about covering. So, okay. to me, I, I think immediate uh, protection, vision. Think,
1: uh, direction. Yeah. So one thing about a man is you should be able to look at a man and say, so what direction are we going in? Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. one thing about, cause we all say, what is a man? What is a man? Well, a man, since he's the head, that means the head is supposed to be
2: able, your head is supposed to be able to tell your body what the rest of them is going to do. Right? I, I, I equate it to when I, when I used to do gymnastics, wherever my head went, my body followed. So if I jumped up in the air to do a, a, a back tuck, if I didn't tip, make my head go backwards, my body wasn't gonna go backwards and I'm gonna fall right on the ground and hurt myself. Yeah. And so, yeah, whatever direction your head is going, that's where the body's gonna follow. I, I, I think a lot of
1: times we, we are not taught in our families, and this is why our, our families are weakening, we're not taught that that man, he is the head and we should give him honor as the head. <clears throat> And, and sometimes what that what that even looks like is you as the woman uh you as a even when you marry you as the wife you look in a problem comes up a lot of times a woman she just automatically already know the solution let me fix it but in all actuality she should go to the head and say hey here's the problem what we gonna do what did you just do
2: release stress off yourself yeah
1: <laughs> Put it on okay. <laughs> you that? Cause, cause sometimes we men only want to be the head when it's convenient.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I mean? But like, what you're doing is you're saying I'm giving you honor, I'm giving you respect, and I respect your opinion, and I respect your leadership on where you take us. And at the same time, what this does is, if something fails, I'm looking
0: at you. <laughs> you told us to do t- that. <laughs> exactly.
2: And this is what I think people when you get into talking about oh the, the, the man is the head how important is the heart to the body you you have to have it how important is your head <laughs> you need to, to even do they're anything they're both yeah. equally important one just has the leadership role so I think if we could separate ourselves from saying oh the woman is the I can't submit because that makes me lesser, or you think I'm just lesser. No, the scriptures don't say that you're lesser. It might say that you're the weaker vessel in the sense that men can just tenderly true. handle a <laughs> yeah. lot more sometimes than women. We're not saying that women aren't capable of doing things, but very capable. But I think the scriptures put it in a proper order for a reason, and that's why when you see the statistics of, I think from 1970, the um, single parent rate has raised four times mm. Mm. In, in America. That's And then you see these other statistics uh, of what happens without the father in the home. It shows God had a plan for a reason because it works better. One, with both, like again, how do you survive without your head? How do you survive without your heart? You don't.
1: It's hard, <laughs> and, and, and I want to get at this: is that the 1970s uh, statistics you just you just threw out there? And I want I want to get to the why. Why do y'all think and really think about what's going on during that time in 1970s, where you have a jump in single family homes? Like, why? What's going on during that time? That that's way different now in our culture. I
0: think they uh, believed in marriage and honor marriage more mm. back then than they do now. So it was a lot more.
1: Why do you think we don't honor marriage as much in our in our generation now?
2: I wish I oh, knew. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm not <clears throat> I'm not blaming Beyonce or or like entertainment is entertainment and. But it it influences. Us. It influences a lot, but that's a, a product of the household not being whole. Mm. You know, we let entertainment become reality. Mm. And that that's a, a huge problem. Um, and I yeah. think, TV, honestly, chamber, yeah. when people grab the whole, I mean, and, and it, it goes way back before Beyonce, back to like the 1920s with the feminist movement coming in and basically saying, we can do everything men can do. We really don't need men. I, I researched that too. And I was like,
0: why did they do that? Because all the women had to do was cook and, Clean the house and all that
2: kind of stuff. Well, I, I researched because women cool. have goals and aspirations. I think that's partially a, a problem with, with men. Um, me being the head of my household, my wife makes more money than I do. But part of that is one God is wise, and He helped me to be wise. Why would I tell my wife, who has great talents and gifts, and loves dentistry? No, you can't be a dentist because I'm going to be a vice president of a college. No, that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to let her thrive and I'm going to take a sacrifice because it's going to help us get to the future we absolutely want faster. And we have the same goal while I'm in real estate securing what's going to be ultimately our future. So whenever she decides she wants to walk away from it, we still making the same or more money than what we were before. And our whole family will be secure. But you have to be securing yourself as a man to see the smart decisions to make. Instead of, well, I'm the man. Yeah, I, you ain't doing nothing. You're doing what I make you do. But I mean, it, again, it takes vision. And it, and it takes really a relationship with God. Because honestly, had I not heard God tell me to leave, my job, so my wife could go to school. Wouldn't have did it. I'd be like, if you're going to dumb school, you better try to find a way to get in the OU. Other than that, we ain't going nowhere. But, I, but I do think the the whole idea of women shouldn't do certain things. I don't think that's necessarily what the scriptures say, because I believe Proverbs thirty-one really spells a lot of that. The woman was working, but she still had her duties that she had to perform at home. And so I think that's a, I know we stepping on toes because you're not supposed to have a role at home, but. Well, I want y'all to think about this too, is do you all ever
1: hear in the Asian community them saying, we don't need no man? Hmm. No, not do you ever hear in the white community them saying, I don't need no man? No, that, that's that's what they go to school for. <laughs> I don't agree with that. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm
0: just playing. No, but back in the day, though, that's that is kind of what they went to school for to find a husband. I mean, that is what it was. That,
1: was... <laughs> but... Recent ministries does not
0: support that message.
1: <laughs> but 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 I I I say, and what why I'm going through that is because I believe. It's only in the black community that you hear women yeah. saying, "I don't need no man." You
2: know what's interesting? That's that 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 is. Yeah. My question is why? why. It's by the reverse of the scriptures. God said, "Man should not be alone." And when He was talking about man, He was talking about mankind. He wasn't just talking about man. <laughs> right. So man is made for woman, and woman for man. It's not a independent thing. Yeah. Now, God calls you to a life of singleness that's different, but I think, I think for so long, we've, and I mean, here in America, we've had the issue, and I really would like to study it in other countries that had slavery too, but through slavery, you had a lot of that. We ripping families apart, and them having to do it, or men not being able to get jobs in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and women having to carry the load because they can't get a job, and then. From there, I think men being insecure, and this would lead to cheating and end up having second families. Back in that time of what this woman makes me feel like a man, whereas at home with my wife, I don't feel like a man, so I'm stepping out, and it just it's snowballing into women getting fed up with how they were treated. Like I don't need a man. Now that's why I think that the the first. Probably aboriginal that came out, cause women fed up with how they were treated. I, I can do what a man can do.
1: What, what's your take on that? Um, Why do you think that's kind of, kind of just an argument in the black, in the black community, community?
0: In the black community, just I don't need a man. Uh, I feel like a lot of it is kind of like taught, because depending on how they were raised, they just only seen their mom do it and their mom did fine or, or sometimes it's cause their parents, their mom was better. And so they have that same thing. It's been instilled in them. And so I feel like that's why, because even though our parents divorced, mm-hmm. mom still made sure that, you know, that we were still around daddy and everything. And so I feel like it's, it's basically because of their talk because it's, it's so many of them by themselves. And the, the mom is hurt from whatever, the dad did or anything like that so that same hurt and anger and stuff has been
2: instilled in the child so it's just I even think even on top of families today that are married um, you have again a a non-biblical idea that I'm going to teach my daughter to be self-sufficient and I'm going to teach my daughter to be strong one because we are men Seeing what men do, we, we know mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing it's, wrong with that though, teaching them to be self sufficient. I, th- I think it is a problem because yeah. I don't see anywhere in scriptures where it says it's okay for a woman to not have a covering. I don't see that. So, my, my daughters are underneath my headship mm-hmm. until they're married, right? But you can have a covering and still be self sufficient, you can have a covering and not completely. I guess it depends on how you define self-sufficient. Self-sufficient, as in, I don't need nobody else. I can do this all by myself. I can do
1: well, the, nobody's like that. People,
2: nobody. That's how they talk and teach. You can do every. You can do it all nobody's. yourself. We all need somebody though. So I agree. But yeah, I mean, if you mean
1: it in that sense, then yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, if you you talk, that's really not
2: even. That's a stupid way of thinking. Yeah, no, about I'm speaking. not
0: saying. That's how some people think. Yeah, I'm
2: I'm not saying that you're talking about, oh, you can be anything, you can do anything. Because no, I mean, I teach that to my daughters. But at the same time, I also teach them, you belong to daddy until you have a husband. And that's just it. And that's how they will be brought up. You belong to me until you have a husband. Let me ask you this, Liz.
1: Is there because I don't? There are some people who listen to this to this podcast today, and they probably saying, "Well, I don't never say that. I don't never say I don't need no man." Uh, but what are some of the behaviors that you might exhibit if you are thinking like that?
0: That you don't need a man? Mm-hmm. What are
1: well, some of the exhibit? Yeah, what are some of the behaviors that you might exhibit?
0: I would say probably um, in the black community, I would say probably more so of tearing the man down.
1: Because mm, I don't need you nowhere, huh?
0: Yeah. I'm not even necessarily even saying that, but by always trying to tell them what they're doing wrong. I I had that really bad and I had to learn from that too. Like, even if they're doing bad or anything like that, you don't have to, you know what I mean? Tear them down. And I think that's probably the worst thing in the black community is that they tear them down instead of either just letting it go or be like, oh, you tied that shoe right. Good job. (laughs) You know what I mean? You did something simple. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of, I had to learn that because I did, I was just like, oh, you can't even do this. You don't do that. And then that's just turn them down. So that's just making them, you know, go further away instead of maybe not either saying anything or just one little thing that you notice. I think that's probably the major thing is how they talk to the man.
1: See, and I I, I hear somebody watching this podcast right now saying, What? Don't say nothing? Just let stuff slide? You don't know what he be doing uh, uh, to me and to my kids. And you just want me to let it slide?
0: What you mean, Liz? What you talking about, just letting it slide? I ain't letting nobody run over me. I got to give him a piece of my mind. I mean, it doesn't work. I tried that before. It doesn't work. I mean, I guess it may depend on the person, but... what is? I mean, you're still going to be mad. He's not going to change unless... Like, he's ready to change, so... So I can't even, I'm trying to do it from their perspective. I can't even mention to them, like, hey, can you work on this? I think you should, when you're calm. Okay. You should definitely say, you know, maybe the kids, because I even say, your kids really do need you, but they need you to be right. They need you to teach them something or, you know, stuff like that. I say it, but I don't say it like I used to say it. Okay. I don't just you know go off so you feel like one of the things that could be weakening our families
1: is because when a man is not in his position when he's not in his role he's not functioning properly is that the woman almost becomes a mother and starts chastising
0: yeah even more so we just bring them down more
1: how instead do
0: you, of how do you lift him up when he's not doing like how do you lift him up that's the hard part <laughs>
2: recognize what he is doing right here. right a yeah, okay. little bitty thing yeah a little bitty thing it's a little thing big thing Recognize it and try to keep it balanced with your recognition and your, I guess, correction and correction. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a real touchy one. Is because a lot of times uh, you may be involved in a relationship with somebody and have kids with somebody who is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's not always the man.
0: Sometimes it's the woman. Mm-hmm.
1: But it, it is easy to become angry, and that's not productive for nobody, right?
0: Yeah, that just makes it worse when one is angry or both is angry. So, you know, especially the guy, if you're just only downing him, he's gonna be like, okay, I don't got time for this. They gonna automatically shut down or whatever. You know how men are. So it's like, it's better just to, whatever you notice that they do. And then maybe later in the conversation or something like, hey, could you try maybe to do this or maybe be on time more or mm-hmm. something like that. Cause then it's not like you coming at them.
2: Okay. I'd say another thing that happens is women tend to put the children before the husband. Often, mm-hmm. as if that's how it's supposed to be, and that can why do you connect, think that is though? Right. Why do you think that is? Because <laughs> these are my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but that ain't my husband. <laughs> right, but, still, but that is how it these happens. These are my yeah. kids. Like. I don't know, there's a sense of these are mine forever, but you can leave, I guess. Is that, do you agree with that? To, yeah, to a certain
0: point. Until you probably, because you're not really taught that. Until maybe you like really get in your word and stuff like that. Your kids is always going to be first because you're like, Hmm. you know, you're, they're here, you have to protect them. You have to make sure they're going on the right track. You have to be, so like you grown. I thought the husband did that. Well, I'm talking
2: from a single parent. Oh, okay, okay, Okay. all right. right.
0: The husband is supposed to do that, but I'm just kind of talking from my experience. That
2: that makes it difficult for the singles to then who have children to where they can still have a whole family because even when we do get married, the kids are always first, and it makes it can cause some friction in their marriage, which. Even dating
0: is hard because I put my kids first, Boy, so should. I miss out on a lot of dates and stuff like that. So it's you know, yeah, I mean, I agree with you on that. Well, with dating, definitely, you put
1: yeah, because you, you don't know there's no commitment yeah. there, no long term commitment. No, there.
0: I mean, as far as like going on dates or something like that, you miss out on yeah. a lot, going on a lot of dates and stuff,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. That's good for you.
0: Then, how are you gonna meet somebody if you don't date? You said. <laughs>
1: Hey, you said miss out on a lot of them. I mean, I'm just
0: meaning that you don't need a lot of them. You can only marry one person. I know, but you have to date to find that person.
1: That's true. That's true. Come to church more. <laughs> <laughs> you will meet, right, meet the right one. You meet the right one. You go to church more. But I think uh, we're gonna kind of close it out. But uh, I did want to kind of kind of recap on some important things. I think is really important about some things that are weakening the families. Is one of the things this week in the families that we covered is, uh, is that any times that maybe you have a, a man who's the, a father of your child who is just not doing right, they're not doing right. I think she made a very important point that she used to lash out, she used to get upset, she used to get mad, but now she understands. I just need to address it a different way and encourage them for small stuff, even if it's time to shoot, right? Because it's not you're not making the situation better. By chastising them and treating them like a, your child and talking to them like your child, you're just creating a uh, tumultuous relationship uh, environment for everybody, right? And then uh, something else that we kind of covered that uh, some, of the, some of the things that we can, a family, is just not understanding our roles. That the man is supposed to be the cover. he is the person that's supposed to give direction, he is the post person that's supposed to be given vision. And uh, also, when you don't know how to be a, a man, you just need to be honest with if it's your spouse or significant other, who it is whoever it is, and just say, hey, I don't really know. I never seen it growing up in the household. I really don't know. And then you got to be vulnerable enough to do that. But the person, the the wife or the whoever it is, snippet other, has to not laugh in his face, right? Yeah. Get <laughs> down him, you know what I mean? Uh, and just be real in that moment because nobody knows everything about a fatherhood or a motherhood you know what I mean I do think women do kind of have a better grasp
2: yeah,
1: on it Natu- just naturally L'Oreal is already playing house mm-hmm. they start young yeah. Yeah. We, we, we grew up smashing cars together <laughs> trying to make and shoot I, you know what I mean so we're socialized just differently you know what I mean and so uh, I'd say another thing is that we discussed this is how important it is for men to be in connection and fellowship or mentorship with another man uh, I have a mentor, uh, a Pastor Ryan, who I see. And so, uh, who's giving me great insight on how to be a man, a better father, a, a husband and a pastor. And so, it is important that, that we that we have all that so we can have stronger families because it is time out for the woman raising the kids yeah. by herself. And I say this to anybody who is dating a man who got kids. If you don't really see his kids with him now, what do you think is gonna happen when you have kids with them? What do you think is gonna happen? And if y'all fall out of love or something, what do you think is gonna happen? So if you if you have that that the, the wife or you the new wife or you the the girlfriend, you should be encouraging him. Go get your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go spend some time with your kids because however he's doing with them kids, it could be you that's gonna be next. All right. So let's work on strengthening our families. I know there's a lot of healing that needs to take place in broken relationships. And right now, I'm going to do something I normally don't do, but I should be doing. I'm going to pray for every broken relationship uh, right now. Just bow your head if you're watching this podcast. God, we just thank you for today. God, we thank you, Lord. I know there's so many different people that's listening from broad uh, range of uh, audiences. Yes. And God, we pray just for the hurt people out there who's hurt because they've been burnt in a relationship. They've been torn down in a relationship. God, I pray for that man who feels torn down, who feels incompetent, who feels like he doesn't have nothing to offer to a family. And God, I pray that you just lift his head up. Yes. God, I pray for that man who's been absent in his father's life in, in his children's life. I pray, God, that He really make it a, a strong attempt, more strong efforts to, no matter what, that He be involved in his children's lives. God, I pray for that for that woman who's been doing it by herself and she's been and she's bitter, and that that she that God, I pray that you just soften her heart and you open up her heart, God, to new possibilities and to just the, to the new hope, God, that you're gonna send somebody. Uh, You're going to send somebody for her In the name of Jesus, God And don't let her be so bitter that she can't see When a good man is knocking on her door And God, I pray, God, just for our families yes. No matter the color, race, creed, ethnicity God, I pray for our families God, for us, the first institution you put Even before you made the church You had Adam and Eve You had a family, God And I pray, God, that we have strong families, God So we can have strong communities In Jesus' name, amen. amen
2: Amen
1: All right this is a podcast of Unlocked and Unleashed. Y'all be checking out the next one. God bless you. So do me a favor. Come out and meet me. And reach our ministries. Where we take Christ to the people.